Hello, I'm Alan McGuire, and this is Juvenilia, a podcast about childish things. Um, my guest co-host today is Alan Tannen from Her.ie and the internet. Hello. And our guest is um, one of the creators of The Mess Around, um, the podcast Sunday Sermon, writer for Irish Victoria Weekly, and the director of Couples Counseling. It's Giles Brody. Hello. Hey, hello. How are you? What are you going to talk to us about, Giles? Uh, I'm talking today about Ghostbusters. The original 1984 Ghostbusters. That's it. Not the, film, the not the yeah. 1970s. There was <laughs> a, there was a Ghostbusters sh- a show called Ghostbusters about <gasps> two oiks and a gorilla uh, hunting specters. What was the gorillas role? He was uh, I, 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 he was kind of the mascot slash he'd, he'd mock in sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, so that, that 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 we're not talking about that today. Today, yeah. no, uh, we're talking for about another the, day. Yeah, for another day, certainly. Um, but uh, yeah, there's uh, we're talking about the 1984 uh, Ivan Reitman directed uh, supernatural comedy um, that yeah. absolutely everyone on planet Earth has seen. <laughs> Do we really need to go into what the we'll plot go, is or anything? I think no. we're okay for plot. Okay, stuff. Yeah, yeah we're all right. Yeah. So it came out in 1984, which is. When I was born and before you were born? Yeah, I was born yeah. late 85. So when did you see it first? Uh, I would have probably been exposed to the cartoons first. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, but at the beginning of the cartoons, there's a trailer for Ghostbusters, yeah. which is uh, one of the most fantastic trailers ever. It begins with the thesis, ghosts, they're real. Ghosts, they're mean. Ghosts, they're here. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Well, it, it, it's as a pitch. It's yeah. it sets up the 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 problem and the solution. Ghosts, busters, or ghostbusters. Yeah. So um, that's uh, I, I would have I would have seen that trailer first, but yeah. um, I th- saw the film properly, like you know, when I was about four or five. Probably. Uh, yeah, I was the same. Like I was obsessed with the cartoon. Yeah, like it's a great cartoon. You know, you talked about this to me before. Yeah, so. When you know when you're in like second class and you have to write your news every morning, yeah, and you draw a picture on top. When I was in second class, I sorry, senior infants, I drew the Ghostbusters fire station every day for a year oh, as wow. a picture of my news. And the teacher did not say that to my parents or yeah. go me to talk about your son and his obsession with Ghostbusters. So if it was like Laura lost a tooth, you'd yeah. just be like fire station. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My aunt came to visit. Also, well, the, yeah, the, the also the I, tooth I watched fairy. Ghostbusters. They got to bust the tooth fairy. The tooth yeah, fairy. yeah, that's a supernatural yeah. creature. Yeah, so I was, at, and then so I saw the film based on that. So I'm, yeah, you must be exactly the same. Yeah, it was on a lot. It was, it was, yeah. it was on uh, when I was uh, when I was two years old. I don't remember this obviously, but when mm. I was two years old, uh, we went over to uh, New York, and um, my mother and my father have a very distinct memory of me freaking out. As we pass by the uh, fire station, no way, yeah the, yeah, the actual Ghostbuster building. That's cool. And not understanding the relevance of it, and the guy driving the taxi said, "That's the Ghostbusters house." He didn't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't speak like Paddington Bear. <laughs> as I the pause between house, yeah, it's like Ghostbusters <laughs> house. <laughs> um, he was playing bingo also. Uh, <laughs> Which is very dangerous to do while you're driving a, a cab. Especially in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, Giuliani. Yeah. <laughs> came in, cleaned it up, said, guys, get those bingo balls out of this, uh, out of this taxi. Yeah. But that drum on here. Yeah. yeah. This is silly. Uh, so I, I must have been, I must have been two or three. My family may very well have lied to me about that. Uh, but I would have yeah. mentally recognized the, the, mm. the, you know, the building. Yeah, the building. Yeah. So. Uh, it's been it's been a lifelong obsession. So, do you remember the first time you watched it? Like, do you remember 
missing things from the cartoon and uh, mostly the uh, the different colors of their uh, uh, their hair was all different and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that that was it. But apart from that, it caught the spirit of it, which is um, a slacker. His mate, who's really really interested, mm. his other friend is quite capable, and their other friend who. Winston's definitely more of a hero in the cartoon. In the movie, yeah. uh, he had uh, Winston is, uh, is, is underused. Is, yeah, well, he's yeah. brought in like an hour into it because originally the role was written for Eddie Murphy, yeah. and he was supposed to be there the whole way through. And he was a scientist. Yeah. And uh, in the uh, in the film, Winston represents kind of the everyman. Yeah. And the wonderful thing about Winston in the film is that he literally walks in. They say, "Do you believe this stuff?" And he said. Yes, sure. And then he's made a Ghostbuster immediately. So that's the only qualification you need is like a positive, open attitude. Yeah, it's like this guy seems sound. Yeah, and uh, you know, let's let's uh, you know, hopefully, you know, if any of us were to walk in in a similar situation, I think I think we'd all be. They'd snap us all in the team. Yeah, all in the hazmat suits together. Yeah. Oh yeah. The boiler suits as yeah. well. They're they're great. I saw Naz is bringing out a line yeah. of yeah. Ghostbuster. That's, he I will definitely buy the suits right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Why, yeah. why is that? Uh, just he's kind of just chilling musically. Like he hasn't really done stuff in a while. But I mean, like do whatever you want. He sold Kalisa's wedding dress when they got divorced. Not here. Yeah. That's it's cold. Yeah, that's really cold. Um, I looked uh, actually. Sorry to interrupt. I was apparently. Um, Bill Murray's character Peter Venkman was supposed to be John Belushi. Yeah, well, he went and died. He did. Mm. He did. He died yeah. in eighty two, or maybe earlier. Was it eighty one or eighty two? It was he's around. One of those. He's yeah. dead. So that's all you need. By this stage, he is dead. But yeah, he's yeah, Jim's alive though. He's died. Jim's oh, thank, <laughs> thank heck for Jim that. Jim is a horcrux. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I have to say, I didn't think John Belushi was the most amazingly funny guy ever. So no. you know, when people look back at like Animal House, which is a film about a bunch of rapists throwing multiple parties <laughs> yeah. and going, "Oh God, it's a great comedy," it's like I don't, uh, I don't really think it was. I did yeah. 1941, which is awful. Um, I'd say I'm not the biggest John Belushi fan in the world. I, I like that other Animal people House, like and him. I was like, this is offensive to yeah, me I was like 15 and I was like this is all wrong yeah <laughs> that's it's it's a mess of a film yeah. and it's got I guess there's some funny things in it but um, it's it's a uh, it's a, it's a I was upset when he smashed that guitar. Even though I hate guitar people at parties, I know guitars are expensive, so I felt bad. Yeah, you that's someone's, that's someone's property. You annoyed know? rather yeah. than breaking yeah. the instrument. Yeah. You can just give out about them just later. put it back in the case. Yeah. 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 And it's not celebrating slob culture. It's like... The, the GOP at its worst. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it, it's a bunch of elites b- acting like, like thugs. Mm. Um, and, and Animal House was co-written by Harold Ramis, yeah. who's... Uh, uh, that's I, I know I know it was a big hit from, but that's uh, the one blight on his uh, yeah. his not CD. year one. I'm sorry, not what year one, year one. Michael Sarah film year one. There's some okay stuff in year, year one. Yeah. I saw it was possible. Yeah, mm. yeah it wasn't bad. Year one. I've seen. I just heard bad bad things. So. It's just like comedies come out and people fucking hate them. So well, yeah, it's, it's, it's very easy to say that's shit because you don't have to qualify it with anything. Because mm. it's right. like the funny subjective. Yeah, I suppose that was the end of Michael Sarah's like imperial phase as well. So he was really ever present for a while. He really was. I love he's him. He's good. Yeah, he's I think good. he's great. I like him. Um, I think he's gonna be around for. He's he's gonna he's gonna keep he was good doing good Pilgrim. things. That is my favorite film of all time. 
We really? will we'll talk about that at some point. Yes. Stage. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, before we go on to the film property, I want to talk about one more thing about the cartoon. Which sure. is that there's an episode of the cartoon that covers all the changes between the film and the cartoon. Oh, yeah. It takes place immediately after the end of the first film. They literally walk back into the first station covered in marshmallow. And it picks up from there. And it shows you how Slimer became their friend and why they have new suits and everything. And it's well worth it. It's on the Ghostbusters DVD. So it's okay. a Yeah. Oh, it's Lord. like, it's very uh, ret- retrocons everything in the cartoon oh my God. to fit in with the film. So yeah. I just want to get that down because I love it. I love things like that. So back yeah, to there's the film. A, there's yeah. a uh, comic, I think Dark Horse brought it out. I could be wrong. In fact, I definitely am. But I had a conversation between Egon from the cartoon and Egon from the film. Oh, and yeah. uh, he's saying... So uh, that who's that? It's like that's Slimer. It's like you've let him in here. I mean, that's like we're kind of essentially ghost exterminators. You don't like have a pet rat yeah. that you brought back. Um, that really works great in a comic panel, and uh, not so much when you just say it out loud. I'm sure I will now be reading from the far side. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean only for two? <laughs> Here's a, here's a good one. <laughs> well, I guess Easter's early this year, Ma. Um, also, it's two cows. Yeah. Yeah, it's two cows. Seen two cows talking, yeah. standing, standing upright. Yeah. yeah. Dressed as chickens. Uh, yeah. well, it's not one of his best. No. It's uh, it's pretty disappointing. From the last collection, yeah. Um, the Fuck It It'll Do annual. Yeah. yeah. His, uh, his Be Here Now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I went to buy that at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. And, and then by half nine, <laughs> yeah, we went home, and the guy next return the friend next door bought it as well, and we both came out like ninety minutes later after we got home. I went, huh? well, what, what, what you think of that? It was great, wasn't it? And we had to be convinced for about six months that it was actually great. Yeah, and then just everybody went, no, this is a terrible, terrible album. Yeah. This is the worst album of nineteen ninety seven. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It was, yeah. I don't know. It was um, a lot of lot of strings. At the time, oh, I was yeah. five, so yeah. helicopters. Yeah, you would have loved it. Wow. <laughs> all, those uh, uh, all my people right here, right now. You know that sounds like a toddler <laughs> on top of a bouncy castle trying to corral all the other toddlers into I don't know <laughs> fucking up, fucking up the bouncy castle. Or live, let's live here now. We're not going home. <laughs> the party will never be over. Yeah. So Ghostbusters, the yeah. thing we're here to talk about. Um, we're going to cut this gap right here until I remember what I was going to say, which... Don't, keep is... it in. I like all this. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to listen to. Okay, I should say, uh, Alan is furiously rubbing his brows. <laughs> and, uh, he's got a Between spare brows with him. Yeah. And mine, too. He's got three arms. He's um, <laughs> really going for I'm it. I'm loving it. Yeah. I really am. But I didn't know that um, Dan Ackward, who also wrote with um, Harold Ramis, he had like paranormal investigators in his family and stuff yeah. like his great granddad was like a paranormal psychologist or something and like he grew up around it so it was obviously something that was like one of those childhood things that sticks in your head like a theme that kind oh, of oh yeah he's for real like yeah. paranormal obsessed yeah, like, he has which his, I never knew yeah, before still, looking into like, this yeah. he has like his crystal skull vodka which he actually thinks has like magical properties I don't think he does I think he does Mm. He has the House of Blues and Crystal Skull Vodka, and those both give him magical powers. The House of Blues, yeah. certainly. Yeah, uh, that'll. Yeah. He's got a few different clubs. He was he was um, a very wealthy uh, man by the time he was twenty one from owning multiple bars um, across Canada. Yeah. So when he moved down to Chicago, I I think yeah, he was like doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like that he had this whole life before he started doing mm. comedy. He had a nice cushion before he decided to yeah 
Well, he was just like, I'm bored. I'm doing this now. And that's a good mentality to to have. He seems incredibly driven. And uh, he also seems to be like a puppy chasing his own tail a lot. Because the original script for Ghostbusters was like hundreds of pages long. It's called Ghost Smashers. I think think it was always called Ghostbusters, but they didn't have that that title belong to another property. So they had to that they call Ghost Mashers. An interim when, thing. When they were filming it, they would get the crowds to shout out, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Okay, thanks. All right, okay. Now shout out Ghost Mashers, Ghost Mashers, Ghost Mashers, uh, because they didn't have the name when they were when they were making it until quite late in the game. Uh, so they just had that symbol. You don't see Ghostbusters written down. With, oh, yeah. Kind of oh, with yeah. them in it. You'll yeah. see like, you know, them on the front of, uh, them on the front of uh, a, Newspaper. Sorry, a button has just dropped off. Oh. <laughs> um, I believe it's mine. Is that? That's one of our ceiling buttons, actually. Well, is it one? It's one of our ceiling buttons. Yeah. Oh, that's what yeah, it's, yeah. it's like War of the Buttons in here. <laughs> You're warring with another podcast uh, uh, franchise in Dublin. Oh, we're actually warring with uh, No Encore, Headstuff's music podcast. Okay. They're the worst and we hate them. Yeah. All right. What's, yeah. uh, who, who, who presents that? That's Dave um, Dickhead Hanratty. Yeah. Who else? That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. I don't know if that's fair now because usually there's two people presenting this and you're ganging up on Dave. He did start it. He cornered me at a gig and said, "I'm starting a feud with your podcast." Oh so well, then we're grand. I hate him. Yeah, I yeah. hate you. So it's fine. I've got no. Cool. I've got no horse in this race. No, you just what you, the hell? You stay I'll, out of it. Yeah. I don't know him as well as I know <laughs> ye. Um, and this is really the first time we've spent. I know that we've kind of we've worked on. A few things together, yeah. but you know, this this is the first time I've been in a room having a conversation with yeah. you. Yeah, without wasn't uh, a Google Doc. It's nice. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I should explain um, that uh, uh, I've trying to throw together this new kind of pitch for a university, and I've asked them to be professors at it. And we've been kicking around a few ideas <laughs> yeah. on Google Doc and some ideas uh, for faculties and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Alan is going to be heading up. Uh, animal psychology animal psychology yeah. and yeah. Ellen meme culture meme culture yeah. so yeah. Um, and we just need to get if we can get um, if, if the grand social will give us the room yeah we see the science professor really yeah so it's just tied all together yeah. yeah do you know any any sciencey people in comedy in comedy I feel like there's no sciencey people in comedy because they are all sciencey people yeah, yeah. You really need the, the time and space that an arts degree or media degree gives you. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Col- Colin Chadwick, he could he could try his hand at yeah. it. He's, he's he's very sharp. He could give it a shot. He, is he good at maths? No. Oh. No, there we go. <laughs> but yeah. um, he's great company. We could just not have science in our... We could be like a liberal arts Yeah, liberal arts yeah. college. Yeah, with... with uh, uh, Animal psychology, psychology, meme, meme culture. 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 What, are um, you going to be the dean or... I'm the yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd be the dean, and I'd also you're getting crustier uh, as we watch it, right? Yes, now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd also crusting over slowly, yeah, yeah, bit by bit, and um, yeah, just uh, also I could teach about the history of horseshoes, uh, which is oh, something wow. that's very close to my my father's Tannery. father was a farrier. Okay, and there's a big you know generationally, I'm the first Brody male to not learn that trade. Not feeling it because I hate and I'm terrified of horses, <laughs> so. Bar that, I would be, I'm sure, a fantastic farrier. But so it's this, important to yeah. pass this on. I want everyone to know about how to shod, how to, you know. Uh, it's a last skill. Yeah. You should know how to just do it, just in case you ever find yourself. Yeah, just in case. First day. Yeah. yeah. So then is it scary? In case you're at yeah. a gig and someone shouts, or on a plane, is there a farrier here? 
I need My a horse hand. Is in a lot of trouble. Yeah, on he's this long haul flight. His, his bunions are killing him. <laughs> he's got getting deep vein thrombosis in the hoof. His coils are at him again. Oh, <laughs> so like, is like, is the scariest bit of Ghostbusters the bit where there's two policemen on horseback for you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, the scariest bit in Ghostbusters is the. Um, the, when when Rick Moranis goes over to talk to he he, he has a conversation with a horse where he yeah. asks are you the are you the key master yeah and uh, the horse doesn't reply because it's a horse and the guy in charge of the horse says hey buddy uh, talk to me um, I make the deals not him and then Rick Moranis turns to this guy and his eyes go red and he kind of <laughs> and then he runs away and the guy who's just seen this man whose eyes turn red. Just looks at another guy and says, "What an asshole!" <laughs> it's very nonchalant. So unaware. Yeah. It's New York. Yeah, yeah. It's New York, buddy. Yeah. Rick Moranis seems so nice. I hate when he turns evil in this because I'm like, I know he's a kind of a dweeb in the film. But yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he you seems know, like he's a nice, harmless, a nice fellow, which yeah. is an insulting thing to call someone. It is. It is. <laughs> um, there's no harm to him. Well, he he becomes a friend of the Ghostbusters in the yeah. second film. He's um, kind of representing them in court, mm-hmm. and uh, he he is, um, uh, you know, at the end of the second Ghostbusters, he is a Ghostbuster kind of. He he puts on the he puts on the suit and he he saves the day. Ellen shaking her head sadly. <laughs> she's th- she's you're picturing Rick Moranis yeah. in a Ghostbuster suit, and your your heart is swelling with pride. Yeah, I'm just really happy for him. I really am. When I think of him, I just think of him from Little Shop of Horrors because that's how I would know him from more so because I used to watch that like a lot when I was little. Yeah, he's great in that. He's very good. There was a really good um, split side article about how he like never didn't used to be just three characters. Like when he's on SCTV. He was amazing. He was like an impressionist and he did like news readers and stuff. Yeah, Woody Allen and he did um, yeah. Alan Alda and um, the first couple of years of SNL or anyone who's good on SNL just seemed to rip off Rick Moranis <laughs> and John Candy impressions and Catherine O'Hara. It's like mm. Catherine O'Hara's a genius. Yeah, yeah. But it's like Barrett, no, those three people everyone seemed to just rob from in the same way that people today are still robbing from Dermot Morgan. So if you hear yeah. somebody doing yeah. their Michael Noonan, it's really they're doing their Dermot Morgan's Michael Noonan. Mm. And uh, yeah, Rick Moranis was fantastically talented he still is and he's like come back and he wants to do movies again yeah he was, he, he, he was minding his wife or something wasn't it his wife died yeah. and then he, so he didn't do a good job of that sorry uh, you wanted to sorry, spend can I, time can with I his expunge kids. that we'll, we'll, that's yeah. mean because so, I like him a lot yeah. and I hate yeah, yeah myself uh, you, were, you were in for the bit and the bit just didn't pay off but yeah. I'm having a go at a really nice guy one yeah. of the nicest down guys yeah. yeah just in the same way Ellen right before we were, reco- <laughs> we were recording she was giving out yards about Gary Shandling saying it's derivative of Ricky Gervais <laughs> oh um, saying that uh, she found him too you know needy and that's that, incredibly slanderous what yeah, you're saying right I, I, I agree I, I mean the man's dead um, he was he was great I loved him just because you have clearly some axe to grind I can't believe that you just said Something about me and something positive about Ricky Gervais in the same sentence. In 2016, I'm yeah. Peed off. What? <laughs> you shouldn't have. You know, maybe you shouldn't have confided in me. <laughs> this is what you get. I think that. Um, what was that really shit thing he did about the guy? His Derek. Name? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, I should say you are wearing a Derek T-shirt at the moment, so I think <laughs> it's a bit hypocritical it's of you. Very your, affecting. Show. Yeah, and you're wearing a life's too short cape. <laughs> And I'm an atheist. And are you? <laughs> ah, 
just since the office. Yeah. 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 Oh, I cut myself on the edge. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, it's um, capital A as well. Yeah. Um, when I was in secondary school, um, I think I would have been uh, kind of. I think I think I would have stopped believing in God a bit sooner had it not been for my atheist friend Owen, who was so boring and offensively atheist with his atheism that um, I almost just to stick it to him. Well, uh, I've done it to be a contrarian. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. Like, I yeah. hate that. Like, when that one friend buys the God delusion. Oh, yeah. boy. Mm. But it's like, as well. That was a tough month. It's mean because some people might find comfort in the fact that there might be something or yeah. the idea. So, like, don't piss all over that just because yeah. you don't believe in it. It's just like mm. Ghostbusters 3. It's yeah. Like whether it's, or when, when there are rumors for years, mm. you know, and if we shot down, Bill Murray would say, I'm not doing it, even though there's a script somewhere. Yeah. It's like, just say you might do it, Bill. Bill, please. Yeah. yeah. Although, as you're saying, his his crown is not quite as shiny no. from Ellen's eyes as they are from others. And I, I, well, I, I want to hear what you have to say. I about just it first. used to be obsessed with Bill Murray. Like I think when I I saw the first time I ever saw him in was Groundhog Day, and I had a weird crush on him when I was like five, and I don't know why it was weird. Like when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, I definitely had a thing for that weatherman guy. Yeah. And um, I think it was just because he was really funny. And I feel like... And he becomes a good man over yes. the course of that. Oh my That's God, true. it's beautiful. He falls in love with Andy McDowell. He eventually makes himself worthy of this woman. Yes, that, which is that, really nice. Yeah, which is... As a plot, like as yeah. a trajectory for a character. And it's a handy guide, like so if you play, learn to play piano, learn some French. Those are yeah. like attractive yeah. qualities in a yeah. man. Yeah. But I just think he's so funny. And um, I used to, like when I was like a young teenager, I used to be obsessed with all like the Bill Murray lore and him turning up at parties and stuff. And now I'm like... I don't know. I don't know. Because like, he's my favourite of Ghostbusters as well because all his lines are the best. Yeah. The yeah. one about going with the mayor to rap about some stuff. Like, yeah. He's so funny. He's great. He's great. Or like dogs and cats living together. <laughs> yeah, mass hysteria. Uh, like, he just made that up. Like That is like phenomenal to he's me. He's great. It's like the, the way... I, I, see, I used to love Bill Murray and then... It, so much. It, it, yeah, so much. Mm-hmm. And I still... like subconsciously if you showed me a picture of him right now my heart would sing no me too it le- yeah. I, like, I let myself have it sometimes yeah, I'm like okay I'm gonna just enjoy this instead yeah. of being critical because you can't enjoy a lot of things then yeah, it yeah. but it's just difficult for me it was like when he got his divorce and that stuff came out that maybe he hit his wife that was kind of not great but um, oh. uh, uh, that's that's yeah I don't know if that's a fact or not, but that's not a great tactic. And I know he likes... It's, it's come he, up in... It's his name is Comp in yeah. the podcast. So I, he said allegedly I think a lot of people time. are cut off of head. Yeah. Oh, well, no. It's like the thing that really bothers me on top of that, that bothers me, you know, but, but the uh, the fact that he and Harold Ramis had such a bad falling out and he just refused to talk to him from Groundhog Day right up until like a month before he died. And I he was never nasty. knew that. He was really nasty to him. He just like cut him out of his life. And Do um, you know Why? Bill Murray was going through a bad divorce while they were making Groundhog Day and he wanted it to be more philosophical and Harold Ramis reined him in a little bit more than he usually would have to because they'd been working together since um, I think Stripes was the first film. Uh, No, no, Meatballs, pardon me. The first movie Bill Murray ever did and had a part in was Meatballs which uh, Ivan Reitman directed and Harold Ramis wrote. So they go back years and years and years and years and yeah, just sort of 
as somebody who's definitely more of a Harold Ramis than a, and, yeah. and I say that being very <laughs> flattering to myself, <laughs> somebody who kind of has found themselves in kind of an organizational kind of capacity with performers. Being the logistics funny person. Yeah, or yeah. like say, or, or you know, someone who can share that responsibility, like say with, you know, like I work a lot with Jeremy O'Brien yeah. and he's, he's you know, very good at that stuff. And, um, you know, just just from, from that point of view, if you're... And Harold Ramis really seemed to love Bill Murray, and Bill Murray seemed to love Harold Ramis yeah. as well. And it does kind of hurt just just having loved the Ghostbusters growing yeah. up, and yeah. then loving Groundhog Day. And that's like Groundhog Day is objectively a much better film than Ghostbusters. Right. And yeah. uh, structurally, there's nothing wrong. There is not a sentence spared in no. the script mm. for Groundhog Day. It's all perfect, Day. and it's all like. There's not an extra minute in the film or yeah, anything. Yeah, it's beautiful. And yeah. it's uh, its own genre almost. Like the last genre that was invented was like, you know, I think Fellini accidentally made the mockumentary in 1960-something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the last time there was a genre. Now there's the, the Groundhog Day is a genre onto its own. It's like there's source code and there's... Yeah. Um, th- th- Tom Cruise is going to save the day again. What's that film called? Tom Cruise... Oh, Oblivion? No, 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 not that one. The, the good one. Um, the With one Tom where Cruise. the time travel ones... That he 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 keeps waking up. Oh no! It, Is that he, he dies, and then he comes back again. Oh. Live, repeat, die. This is why it didn't do well. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Day Is after like Vanilla Sky. I don't know. No, no, no. no. It's recent. It's the last couple of years. Okay. It, it was um, him and Emily Blunt. Oh shit! And yeah. Brendan Gleeson's in it too. Oh, that's going to annoy me. Look, let's not... Yeah. This isn't... Yeah. This, yeah. Th- th- this it's is, that one. It's not important. The but one nobody uh, saw was I got really good reviews. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, just the thing that anytime I see Bill Murray nowadays... And when when uh, Harold Ramis died, Bill Murray said at the Oscars, he said, uh, he said Harold Ramis wrote and directed Caddyshack and Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day. He earned his keep. And a lot of people were the next day saying, what a beautiful tribute. I thought, why didn't you talk to him? He really wanted <laughs> yeah. to talk to you. Because yeah. um, I know vaguely what that, you know, from a very, very, from, from a distance, anyone who works in any creative field, yeah. you're going to be working very closely with some people from time to time. Yeah. And um, those can be, it's like, it's more intense than a friendship and it's more intense than a working relationship. And yeah. you don't even get, it's more intense than you know, a romantic relationship because mm-hmm. in a romantic relationship uh, you have uh, uh, the opportunity for, for sex to blow off some steam. Yeah. Whereas if you're in a create, <laughs> if you're just, you know. No, you're just kind of getting angry and resentful. Yeah. I feel like as well, it makes me sad because I think creative relationships and like working relationships, because of the type of work that it is, it's like you feel like it's like people think that it's fun all the time. Yeah. Which is mm. like a lie. It depends who if if yeah. you're if you're not yeah it's so much of it is not fun but yeah. there's got to be some fun there yeah. because otherwise what's the point yeah it's like working on like uh, uh, work on anything uh, it depends on, like if it's if it's your thing or not you're gonna feel more like you feel a lot yeah. more responsibility over this yeah. recording than I do and same way that you know when if if when we're doing the Alison Spittle shows. You know, myself and Jeremy and Alison are really sweating at yeah. while it's mm-hmm. going on, and we're chewing our nails down to the nubs. And um, uh, you know, uh, it, it can be, 
yeah, it does unite you when you're kind of just like walking past the other person and you just sort of catch each other's eye. Be grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but That's sad about Bill and Harold, though. Yeah, mm. oh. it's it's tough. It sort of sullies the film a bit. Like, I'm sorry. They're no, f- I, think, I, I think you can't let. Not like those as kind of in things, like yeah. it just makes me sad that afterwards, if it, since they were good, such good, I think that Bill Murray's just like a volatile guy, though. He seems like an asshole. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to meet him. Yeah. He's so charismatic, yeah. it kills yeah. me. Yeah. That's what, there's so many people that are like that, though. Mm. Like, there's some people like you idolize, and you're like, I would never want to meet them because yeah. it would be horribly awkward, and I wouldn't know what to say. And yeah. and he's definitely one of them. Even though, like, I just don't idolize him anymore after no. that. But yeah. I think it's what you, you should, can. It is. It, I have to say, a lot of people say, "Don't meet your heroes." Fucking meet too, if the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. You know, I met Vince Gilligan a few years ago, oh, and yeah. uh, he was lovely so yeah. anyone who says don't meet your heroes if your hero is Vince Gilligan go for it maybe there should be just an addendum at the end yeah. like, except for Vince Gilligan yeah. he is a nice man yeah that's uh, a Wikipedia but, list of celebrities you should try meet yeah because they're have, sound yeah. have either yeah. of you ever met a hero oh um, um, I met Barry Murphy oh who was when? kind of a hero yeah because yeah. uh, Subi Norman is the, like, the greatest yes. yeah. Stanton yeah. Fancy Vittles are the two greatest Irish comedies yeah. ever yeah so, I met Tegna Taro when she was here. Ooh. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. No, that was really cool. She seems like a really nice lady. I'm obsessed with her. She's brilliant. Her thing she did on Conan where she just moved the stool around yes. the stage was oh, like... Yeah. It's one of so the best good. things I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah, she was very nice, so that made me happy. So, But are there any heroes of yours that you just, you know, w- oh, would, would hate that to... that I wouldn't like to meet. I, guess, I feel like I'd really like to meet Sarah Silverman, but I don't know if I would get on with her as a person. She, says she seems stuff. nice though yeah, on like comedy bang bang and stuff she comes across as a nice person who's like but she friends. said some stuff about like rap music recently oh yeah and I was like oh what was but that she said that Gary Shandling um, reinvented comedy the way Eminem reinvented rap <laughs> yeah. I think that's just a, a an upset person reaching yeah, for a metaphor yeah, rather look, than she's, she's, yeah. she was very close to him and you know yeah. it's like, what do you Pretty think about this person you like I'm trying to say something nice yeah. Yeah. on the spot actually yeah okay I'm going to retract that we need yeah. to redact that from the podcast because yeah. if I ever get to meet her I don't want her to be like hey bitch but um, no everyone... hang on we're getting a call right now <laughs> oh, shit. hello I don't hi Alan <laughs> Sarah Silverman I heard you're saying I don't know if you've ever had anyone close to you die. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope you give me a free pass, okay? Because I really like you. (laughs) Okay, Sarah. Bye. Bye. There we go. Wow. Crazy. How did she get the number for the... This room. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um, I thought that's what that big signal in the sky was. That's our celebrity transmitter, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. Any other people? What about you, I would not want to meet Tom York, I think. Oh, like I've loved Radiohead since I've been like nearly gotten Radiohead tattoos, but I feel like he would snarl at me, yeah, and walk off. What what tattoo were you gonna get? The Radiohead bear from Kid A. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think with tattoos you should wait five years and see if it's still a good idea. Yeah, I waited like nine years. I was still like, I'm still not sure they could still disappoint me. So I feel like yeah. there's a lot of people like that in musicians where you know they might be sort of like a not a grump. And mm. you, you kind of respect that and like you understand like because I feel like it must be really hard for famous people to have people kind of coming up to them all the time even though yeah. 
like you can't control who your fans are so you might have some really annoying people yeah mm. so it must be really hard and i can understand why some people get a reputation as being kind of like cranky when it's just like i'm just in the super value leave me alone yeah you know? yeah or it's like if if you know say if someone went up say if alan got that bear tattoo mm. and he showed it to tom york tom york could say you know, i hate it. that johnny greenwood it was his birthday <laughs> yeah. so we let him have final say oh yeah. so um yeah it's actually, are we getting another call <laughs> going there um, I'll just me? Hello? 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 Alan? Yes? How do you do? <laughs> it's me, Tom York. You sound like Paul McCartney, Tom York. <laughs> Maybe Paul McCartney sounds like me. Did you ever think of that? I haven't, Tom York. I apologise. I'm, I'm ruining this <laughs> hey, interaction do wanna, already. Do, do you want to fight? <laughs> this is going really badly. I'm I don't think this. so. <laughs> Yeah, you and me will have a fight and she can narrate <laughs> oh, it. referee. Yeah. Well, Tom, you're on the phone. <laughs> I'll fight the phone. <laughs> All right, hang on. I'm hanging up. To- I, that was He's Tom York. Rude. Just, yeah. What a rude man. Yeah. Um, I'd like to meet Dan Aykroyd. I think he seems nice and a bit bad, like, in a fun way. Yeah. Kyle get- Dramus, but he, he also be dead, so. <sighs> yeah, that was tough. How many years ago was that, too? Two years ago. Yeah. Mm. That was, yeah, that was uh, not the thing. Just uh, everyone who likes comedy seems to like it. Yeah, some people just, yeah. they get, get to you. Anyone who likes yeah. screenwriting, he just seemed like, a, kind of, in the same way Gary Shandling seemed like, um, Ellen shaking her head here, but he was, <laughs> he was like kind of a Buddha comedy God, type. I hate that guy. And uh, <laughs> uh, he did seem to be very nice too. He seemed to be a master at their own work but also we're very good at encouraging others yeah like he seems to, he was like replying to people's um, like comedians YouTube videos and stuff like very recently like encouraging people oh, yeah? on their YouTube channel and stuff yeah Harold Ramis that's so spooky no, <laughs> no. Shandling yeah the ghost of Harold Ramis yeah. yeah apparently he rang up Omar Jaili and said I've heard you're funny could you say something funny oh my and gosh. he's yeah that's a lot of pressure yeah, yeah. So, so much I pressure I don't know what I would say like Ricky Gervais had like an hour and a half he didn't manage it so that was that's that's that the worst. Have you, thing have you seen his explanation for it? Gary Shandling's explanation. Yeah, and it sounds completely fair. If yeah. you if you walked into your house and you saw Ricky Gervais sticking his peel face in your fridge with a camera crew, I, why wouldn't you be furious? Yeah, and also it just showed what an overindulged goon Ricky Gervais had become by that yeah. time. Mm. He had not heard no in a while. Yeah, and his hero made him look like a prick. So, um, highly amusing. Yeah, it was. Mm. It was good if you like Gervais, which uh, you know many people do, and the Office is great, and mm. Stephen Merchant's stuff is decidedly better than Gervais's solo stuff. This is true. And yeah. uh, that trailer for that Netflix movie he's got looks like garbage. Oh, the new David Rent one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate seeing funny people with guns. I absolutely. Hate it. I don't Seeing understand Ricky why Gervais with a gun, being an action hero, written yeah. and directed by Ricky Gervais. Like, yeah, no man, you're fucking. Swanky Although, then at the same time, like Keen Peel film, Keen Peel film looks but amazing. They look like guys that don't want to be holding guns. Yeah, those two lads in they're like cousins trying to find a cash. Yeah, and the cash <laughs> is taken by a kingpin. Yeah, so uh, organically, I can see why they kind of like. Oh, we fell into this. Whereas the Ricky Gervais one, he's like, I'm. It's like, let's go my, and kill someone. <laughs> God is my dick. Pretty much, that's how I feel yeah. about him. 
I really don't like that guy. No, he's no. he's awful. And Eric Bana is really funny. He was Eric Bana. Eric Bana. Yeah, he started off as a comedian yeah. in Australia. He oh, did that's this, right. Yeah, he did the show called Full Frontal with um, one of my favorite comedians, Sean McAuliffe. He's a Maltese Australian. Cary Grant of comedy. He's very, very funny. Um, so uh, have a have, write in McAuliffe on YouTube. Have a look at some of those things. Um, uh, but getting back to Eric Bana and going back <laughs> further to Ricky Gervais. Going, yeah, why did I'm back? reverse engineering because yeah. I, I definitely didn't have a point when I started talking. <laughs> Eric Bana's very funny. Yeah, yeah Eric yeah. Bana's good chopper. Free. Yeah, so, and an underrated incredible hook, I thought. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's good. And he was hilarious. In Munich, oh, that is <laughs> that film is just a riot. Yeah, mm-hmm. the bit where he's saying, "Hey, oh. I need to get into Munich here," and <laughs> <laughs> saying, "No, you can't come in. You're get, a, get you're, out of my way. Yeah. You're all wearing dresses, like yeah. fairy dresses. Like, oh my god, oh, yeah. Yeah. you've got a oh. beard. You can't yeah. come in here wearing a dress and a beard." And uh, you're mad, Eric. <laughs> Eric, what do you like? And his character is called Eric Banner. <laughs> <in it. laughs> Um, Eric, he's got a BA, so it's Eric Banner, BA, <laughs> MA. Eric Banama. Banama. It's like someone who has a BA and LLB, Bachelor of Science. Some like people have BAs and then they put it in their Facebook name. Yeah, so those people are twats. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do, 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 BAs aren't hard to get. Like yeah, 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 they're pretty, a, they're pretty easy to get. Yeah, Did yeah. you swipe much for, for your BA? No, not even slightly. What, uh, what What's your BA in? Uh, English and philosophy. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah, in third year, we used to get up at nine in the morning for in the, like, the study months, study for an hour, watch NCIS, study for a few more hours, lunch, a few more hours, and then just slept for a month and then got a BA. Slept for the, a month. The, well, the, the, wait, hang on. Wait, the wait, NCIS wait, bit was the important was part. This like a, was this like a bear running your course? <laughs> why, why do you have a month of hibernation in between studies? Do you not get a study? There was a study month in UCC. Yeah, got a study month, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Um, uh, yeah I, study I lived, weeks in Dublin, they're harder on you. Mm. Yeah. It's more distractions in Dublin. Yeah, in Cork, true. there's like there's a field. Oh, that's good. And it has a duns in it. Go and have that's yeah. it. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It's good. But I mean, you can go. Hey, I there. bet you there's a few <laughs> rebels in Cork have some oh. of the trolleys in that field. Am I right? There's <laughs> <laughs> people just constantly rebelling all the time in Cork. Just yeah. Like taking it's a real people ca- throw litter on the capital. ground and then someone it's will go. It's a real capital of Ireland. Yeah. yeah, it's just a real capital of Ireland. I feel like yeah. uh, Donny Donny Gall is probably closer to. Cork people feel disenfranchised, but they're not really that disenfranchised. No. no. Whereas people from Donegal, I feel like uh, they're, anything goes up there. Ireland's Alaska, yeah. Ireland, I was going to say Ireland's Florida. Well, yeah. Oh. It's I would have yeah. Ireland's Florida is like Trabalgan or something. Yeah, or, or Cork I'm, Town in Wexford. <laughs> I would say Kerry, because that's where all the crazy laws come from and the crazy yeah. politicians. I'm thinking just in terms of Crime. <laughs> <laughs> crime stats, hot, yeah. cold hearts. Um, yeah. I'm working on a thing at the moment that's about a solicitor in Donegal and the Donegal Daily Court papers are so beautiful. <laughs> Some great stuff happening in that county. Yeah, you'll just see uh, somebody... Um, uh, so, actually, I can't say it. There's one, one, the, only, the only case that leaps to mind is currently ongoing. So oh, well. Legally, Alan Bennett would... Have me crucified, yeah, in front I mean, of all. He's looking for an excuse, basically, at this stage, anyway. So, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters, though, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's so, steer it back. Was it like, did you watch it a lot as a kid, or was it just something you saw once and then kind of it just stayed with you? Or no, I watched it. I watched yeah. it a fair bit. I saw. I probably saw Ghostbusters too, 
as much as I saw Ghostbusters. Mm. And it wasn't until I was like, 12 that I realized Ghostbusters 2 was crap. And uh, there's <laughs> some good scenes in it. What's the difference between... Because I haven't seen two. Like, wh- how does it go downhill from the 1984? Um, it starts off with them in litigation for all the problems that they caused. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, a bit like the new <laughs> Superman Batman film yeah. that begins with, God, you made an awful mess. <laughs> and... Um, uh, then they, there's uh, some slime underneath the city that's making people, um, that's, that's picking up on people's moods. So the more people in bad moods, the more bad uh, uh, ghost vibes are coming out of the goo. It's a perfectly <laughs> yeah. normal. I don't know why you're. <laughs> it's so not a good for growing up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but the fun thing about the Ghostbusters is not them. The litigation. <laughs> I think litigation is gas. I want to yeah. see more admin about yeah. being yeah. Ghostbuster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More That's Janine a, just taking calls. Yeah. yeah. Ghostbusters is great at the scenes that they don't show you in the first Ghostbusters film. It's like Iron them, too. Them, yeah. It's just the, them testing out things. Yeah. And, um, you don't really need to see all that. You just no. need to um, spend time with the characters. Yeah. I mean, you kind of, once you accept there's a ghost, or you can accept that they can build a nuclear reactor that can capture the ghosts. Yeah. Like that's. You don't need anything else after that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's, th- I think you can over-explain things. Yeah. And like in Groundhog Day, they never explain why mm. he's but in that situation. But you're watching so obviously like... He got out and he's able to tell yeah. someone about it. <laughs> you need to like... <laughs> people are so like... this. That's, like my mom is like that. She'll watch like a fun... She'll watch Zulan and she's like, that's not really realistic. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> my, Mary. <laughs> my, my dad, who isn't a big fan of fiction at all oh. but um, <laughs> he watched Die Hard recently with my brother and I my brother was back from he's, he's in college overseas my brother was back so we were watching Die Hard my dad sat down watched the whole thing and at the end of it he said that's the biggest pile of crap I've ever seen it's so, so unrealistic so yeah. unrealistic <laughs> like, in fairness to him his favourite film is like Michael Collins oh. <laughs> so so he does like very solid depictions of his of fact yeah, yeah, yeah except Michael Collins they make Devil Air like a pantomime villain when yeah. there's, there's a lot more nuance than that I don't think it was I think Devil Air was really like that yeah do you think yeah. I, I think Devil Air I think he just snivelled everywhere hid behind his he always had a drippy nose yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sinus issues yeah. he was like stop fucking sniffing Devil yeah. Air Jesus he's Christ. always yeah, yeah well that's because he was sniffing seats um, oh yeah, <laughs> didn't know that. Yeah, Mick Collins walked in one day. They saw him inhaling uh, Collins's seat. Uh, just saying, oh, I was just trying to take up the warmth from the seat into my head, Mick. And then Michael Collins was shot two days later. <laughs> you don't hear that in your history books. No, no, yeah. you don't. I was I sent to um I said um the other day that um. De Valera being the only one to make it out alive and getting to mould Ireland is a bit like if out of Ocean's Eleven everyone was killed but Scott can. Oh my God. <laughs> and Scott can said right before they went in to rob the place under his breath, this is for Jesus. Oh <laughs> so it's like, oh, the worst guy survived, did he? Oh, so brilliant. True. Yeah. There were so much better people that didn't get released. Like, Imagine if it was like James Connolly. Ireland would be fully communist by now. Yeah. Mm. One would hope. There'd be no podcasts. Oh, no. Yeah, no, there much. would be. There'd be like state run podcasts. Everybody would have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. As was just most people now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a thing uh, about the rising and they were talking to Carl Brewer's like great grandson. And he was like the most hardcore man of all time. What was he? He was the most hardcore man of all time. They were, yeah. And near he the end a of it, proper mad lad, like they like misheard in order to retreat, but he didn't hear. So he was going down the stairs, and a grenade exploded, and he got 
impaled 25 times. He crawled to the end of the stairs, started shooting at the British soldiers. The rest of the people with him were retreating and singing the, like the Irish soldiers song. Yeah. But they, no, they were in the rosary. They heard him singing the Irish soldiers song, top of his voice, shooting at the Brits on his own, impaled 25 times, and they all went back. And he survived. Oh my God. Yeah. He is the most hardcore action hero of all the oh, Irish, 1916 yeah. people, I think. I'd probably still would have hated him. <laughs> He'd probably be a bit much in real life, but yeah. I don't know. Do you have any friends in the army? Yeah. I have cousins. I have some, yeah. I don't really talk. I, yeah, I think I said this on Twitter the other day. He, My army friend, we were in a pub once, and he just said, I, I'll tell you how I would I'd clear this room. And he went Great. step by step how he would come into the room where he would throw the smoke bombs, where he would shoot first, who he would get. And we like, we didn't even ask you. That. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's not that's, a cool that's pub you came up with. chatty thing to bring up. Yeah, it's a I, terrifying pub chatty I used thing. To have a f- I used to be friends with this guy who would like talk about how he could beat me up. And, and, uh, what do you say? Oh, thank you. But it was like <laughs> it was always in front of people, one on one. He would never say it, but it was in front of other people. I was like, look, man, I know you're fucking short, but you know this is not how one you know bolsters one's ego. Oh, yeah. um, is he short? It is a bit of a short horse, what, yeah. Yeah, no, like so was my friend. Oh yeah, yeah. but he's really nice. Besides night, that, but yeah, all the aggro guys were like tiny because I'm tall. Yeah, and I like tiny men are like they're funny to me. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just noticed at gigs all the time, all the ones that always like make the most noise, push the most people around, and stuff are like all under five seven. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's probably we're going to get in trouble for saying that now. What? Impossible, yeah. Some people at a... It's what, some, some open mic lads are going to, you know, start holding burning pickets outside head stuff HQ. Why did you became a hate figure, Alan? Oh. You're the most unlikely hate figure <laughs> all the time. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It wouldn't happen. No. Okay, thanks. You're guys. fine, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> There's definitely I mean, no your burning there. effigy of <laughs> Gary Shandling last <laughs> night was a step too far. But he knows that, what that was, did. That was yeah. definitely problematic. He's paying but, for it yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to say, uh, speaking as I was a short man until I was fifteen, I was I was like five foot tall and then I had a growth spurt. Um, uh, there are some nice people who are short. I'm going to be very Trump. Not all short people. Yeah. Not all no. short people. <laughs> I think yeah. it's like not short. It's not even short men. It's like short men subcategory lads yeah. with a Z. Do you know that's how I feel. Yeah, Dickheads. gig guys. You know, like indie rock guys who will go and be like, "This music is good because I'm here listening to it, and that's why it's good." Yeah. People who sort of qualify things, but yeah. yeah, 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 they're they're tough, it's yeah. tough, but um, ignoring them is the worst thing you can do to them, they hate that. Yeah, so. yeah, remember that guy Grimes? Yes, he oh. really wanted us to look at him, he wanted us to look at him so badly. Yeah, he, he was is. up, and we just all turned around. And he, who's this now? This is guy at Grimes a couple weeks ago. He so was, you have to explain to me what's Grimes. Grimes is an electro pop, I guess. Yeah, she's yeah. like electronic, yeah. like okay. yeah, wave yeah. type of thing. Yeah, but there was a guy just dancing around us and like making glasses with his fingers and going up on our faces oh like the Pope yes. yeah <laughs> Pope John Paul II yeah and he just wouldn't go away and, and he just thought he was so funny and mm. nobody was giving him the time of day but he just was relentlessly awful yeah Joe would have dressed him down the size with a quip Dr. Peter Venkman that's true what's, oh. what's he from again Ghostbusters Ghostbusters yeah, yeah. I so, can't believe how much Bill Murray improvised for this. It actually shocks me. Yes, but in the defense of the writers of the yes. script, you have to have an amazing script there for him to bounce off. Yeah, there. for yeah. him to be able to come in. I, 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 uh, I've, I've just from working with really good improvisers myself. Um, uh, sorry, that sounded like I was saying 
I was the good improviser I was talking about. <laughs> um, <but> work, <laughs> and I'd forgotten how to talk. Uh, but just like I did a play not too long ago with Edwin Salmon. And he's a really hilarious stand-up and he's a really good actor and he's an amazing improviser. And uh, if you know you've got somebody who's that good at improvising coming mm. in, you have to make that character, you have to absolutely nail down everything about that character so he then can come in and react yeah. to things. And uh, those guys, they all seem to be from Second City or from SNL mm-hmm. or they they learned a lot of, they all learned their trade in Chicago and Is that where Bill Murray started? Yeah. 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 yeah, he's from Chicago. And um I think yeah, he's he, he's from Chicago. Harold Ramis, I think, is from Chicago. They were well. both second city, weren't they? Yeah. 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 And uh, Dan Ackroyd's uh, he's from I think he's from Ontario. But the they would, you know, work out what the scene was going to be. Yeah. And the read the thing I really like about that style of working is if you come up with a good line, you want to give it to somebody else because it's you know it's the collaboration mm. it's like you can come up with something really good but the only thing better for them than coming up with a good line is giving it to somebody else yeah so that you can then react to it brilliantly and you're going to give all the funny lines to Bill Murray mm. and he's just a great physical presence to put into yeah. something and if you give him someone like William Atherton to be his yeah. nemesis I mean that's he's just so easy to hate yeah that you yeah. want Bill oh, Murray ridiculous. yeah yeah although I will say Peck that character, yeah. he has legitimate concerns. He's an environmentalist. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I've got a feeling that if uh, Harold Ramis's character, so was or Leonardo DiCaprio, you know? No, yeah, that. Well, <laughs> um, he's uh, he's much worse than Peck. Um, <laughs> Peck is a civil servant trying to keep New York safe, and he has to deal with a very rude scientist. Yeah, yeah. And in plot terms, uh, Bill Murray's character being mean to him. And, you know, making him go out and have to get the judge's court order and then coming back and shutting it down. It's like if if that's that's what kicks off the third act. If that had never happened, if he'd gone there when Egon or Ray was there, mm. Harold Ramis or Dan Ackroyd's characters, they would have said, yeah, come downstairs. They would have shown him the containment unit. And he yeah. said, I find this very hard to believe. And they would have said, well, come along on a... Uh, oh, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. come along for the next, the next, uh, the next ghost shot, jaunt. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's in the same way, I guess. Like from a screenwriting point of view, um, Bill Murray's character in this goes through the same sort of arc that Phil Connors' character, uh, if, uh, the character Phil Connors goes through in Groundhog Day, yeah. where he's a man who is all ego, and once he puts ego aside for the better of everybody, then he gets what he really mm. wants, or he deserves the thing he desired. And um, yeah, that that uh, so much of Murray in that scene, like you shouldn't like Murray at all in this film. <laughs> no. The first scene you see him in, he is abusing a young guy. Um, in a, 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 sorry, I shouldn't have phrased it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he is giving the business to this young lad <laughs> who seems like the prototypical Bill Murray fan. Um, and he's horrible to him and he throws him out and you still like Bill Murray and Bill Murray's a jerk to everyone including his friends but you still like him but you still like him yeah Yeah. and he's a sleaze to Scorny Weaver as well he is initially but she she says like she's well labelled for him she says you're you're, you're more like a game show host and that really Mm. kind of deflates him and he actually sets up like it's like a reading from a screenwriting kind of fundamentals book it's like I will Make myself worthy of you. I am going to, yeah. you know, this is my project. I, I want, I want, I, I want, I want you. I'm in love with you, 
Uh, he says it to her like the second scene, which mm. is such a creep move mm. for anyone yeah. else. Can you imagine Chevy Chase, who was originally oh. supposed mm. to be uh, that character? He, the, the, the role was offered to Chevy Chase before Bill Murray. And, and Chev- Michael Keaton. Oh, he'd have been great. I Keaton. think he would have been good. I love yeah, Michael Keaton. Michael yeah. Keaton, he's, uh, he's, he's fantastic. He was really good in the spotlight. Yeah, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's such a great he's actor. He's the guy. He just seems like a funny, cool dude. He seems like the nice version of Bill Murray. Yeah. 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 It's like if Bill Murray didn't have his head up his ass. Well, Bill Murray has such powers over me still, though. If I watch him being funny, I've com- I completely forget everything that I've heard. And I'm just like, oh, so Yeah, Yeah, no, if he's good in something. Because I, I, I do bring that baggage whenever I go and see a Bill Murray Yeah, movie. no, yeah. me too. And I, like, I feel like... It's hard with him because so much of his performances is just him. So you're like, I'm confused. It's like, are all the best performers, you know, just, just being them. themselves? Yeah. Just being, you know, how much acting is going on? Really? Yeah. This is from my one-man show, The Most Boring Man on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, like, it is weird when people are, like, very character-associated, like, like Jason Mandukas. Yeah. He always plays horrible, disgusting people. But he seems like a lovely bag. man. Yeah, he seems, yeah. he seems nice. But there is a, like a sleazy rage in him somewhere. Yeah, to play all those. Surely he There's needs to channel like, it yeah. from yeah. somewhere. In the same way that Murray seems like a bit of a violent thug. Yeah, <laughs> he seems to be able to channel that very well in his uh, yeah into charm. Being yeah. kind of yeah. like psychotic. Although in the last decade, outside of his work with Wes Anderson, has he made anything good? Garfield one and two. <laughs> that was just I, a I screw rest, over Lorenzo I, music. I, I stand corrected. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like I know he says he only did that because he thought it was written by the Coen Brothers but it's definitely to finish off Lorenzo music because yeah. he hated Lorenzo music Yeah, the, because the he got him fired from Ghostbusters the oh, cartoon he? yeah because he said it was too much like him and then he went and did the Garfield film to completely erase Lorenzo music's legacy I think that's my theory that's oh. actually very mean and very yeah. plausible yeah. yeah that I never bought that excuse he had of, I thought it was written by the Coen Brothers he's a mm. smart guy like. yeah, yeah. you know how the Coens spell their name yeah <laughs> Also, Ethan Cohen is a very good screenwriter. So <laughs> he wrote um, Idiocracy with Mike Judge, and he wrote. Oh, yeah. he? he was one of the co-writers of Toy Story. So that doesn't doesn't, doesn't check doesn't out. Yeah. yeah, in the same listening. way, like Alexander Payne and his uh, the guy he writes with um, Jim Taylor, I think they wrote Jurassic Park three, and I just because they wrote Sideways and you know other mm. things doesn't mean the script they had for that was necessarily bad. It was just. You know, it's, mm. it's how anything gets made is a miracle, and how anything yeah. is good is a super miracle. Yeah, it's just so hard to to do anything and to sort of keep yeah a central idea. I think, except in very rare cases, it's hard to apportion blame for a failed thing to one person in something as big as a film. Yeah, there's often there's the, has to be the more. The baseline than one. is always about money, like mm. so people will make stuff, and then if it's bad and makes money people will give it if it's good and makes money people are like stunning Oscars everywhere like this made shit loads of money Ghostbusters yeah yeah, it's the biggest Mm. selling comedy until Home Alone came along like six years after that which I love yeah Home Alone's great you watch I think it's Home Alone and Ghostbusters both tap into sort of universal experiences where everybody's felt scared and thought there Mm. might be a ghost in their house at one point or like a home invader yeah, or a yeah. home invader. Like, what are they they're called? The wet of, bandits. They're, 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 yeah, it, it's the kind of, yeah, they're like a flip of the one, the, the same kind of uh, capacity for fear. Yeah. It's like this fear of the unknown, fear of the known. Mm. Uh, but with some jokes, so it's not all scary. It's a few gags, yeah. yeah. Home Alone kind of taps into the, like, a dystopian 
kind of thing where it's like, what if I'm the last person on earth and then yeah. something happens? Yeah. How do I get by? It used to actually used terrify me. I used to think it was yeah. a legitimate risk that people would be taking. Anytime we had any type of holiday, I'd be like, make sure you bring all <laughs> of the kids. <laughs> There's four of us. I know you're busy. Yeah. Just, just, just put that aside on your to-do. <laughs> Take that. All the kids. Yeah. I must ask, uh, uh, Colin Chadwick comes from a family of 10. Whoa. He's got 10 yeah. siblings. So or he's, he's one of 10 siblings. Where is he on the list? Um, I think he's... he's what I actually am. Um, it's like one of the middle ones and all. Yeah, I think he's middle to... Yeah, yeah next so he's overlooked. Yeah, so I should explain. I've been talking about Colin a lot. Um, yeah. just, he's, uh, Colin Chadwick's a comedian uh, who hosts the Master Round with me and uh, we write together. That's the end of that. Yeah. yeah. No, not the end of me writing with him. <laughs> no, uh, I hope not. Um, my next door neighbours when I was younger, um, like in the house we lived in until we were about five, there was like, again, there was about like 10 of them. But the father um, drove a coal truck so when they left, that was their, their their family car as well. So they would sit on the flatbed of the coal truck and drive around town. Oh. Yeah. That's not they, safe. Did they look like the urchins well. slightly? No, there was, I remember the mid-sound, I think. Because they're all much older than me, I think. Except for like the young, the very youngest one. So you yeah. couldn't call them urchins? Even no. Even if they were, because you were younger. They were all older. Every who's older than you seems cooler. Yeah. What do you call an old urchin? Like a vagrant? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That yeah. sounds, yeah. An urchin feels like, well, it's not their choice. But uh, yeah, thing. urchin feels like it's like you're just a parentless child. Oh, that's an orphan. Let's no, but like a, very a, street, a street urchin. Street urchin. Don't, might, they don't have moms and dads. You might have a mom or a dad uh, that just don't like you. Yeah, you that know, are that's, like, get out and go on to like, the street. Just go and do the urchining and then come back. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of I went through a terrible uh, period a few years ago where any time I gigged in Limerick, I would always see a kid with no shoes on at oh. some point <laughs> in the evening. Um... Uh, in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I remember being in uh, the McDonald's with uh, my friend was going to college in UL at the time. I was doing a gig in town, and he'd come to the gig, and we were just hanging out afterwards. And there were there was like a ten year old looking after a five year old who was looking after a two year old, and none of them had any shoes. And uh, we were like, "Should we go over?" And I'm such a bloody hick. Uh, so, <laughs> Should we go over and ask them are they okay and yeah. see if we can get them money for a taxi and my friend who'd been living in Limerick for a while said, best not, best, yeah. best. they'll be okay. I saw a Looney Tunes fight in Limerick once. Was like, that right? Yeah, oh, like the fe- Roadrunner spilt uh, Wiley Coyote's drink. Kind of, yeah, in, uh, like they, do Do-, do we even start Dolan's? a fight? It was outside um, a chicken place. It's, a, it's an iconic Limerick chicken place. Oh, cowards. Possibly, yeah. yeah. So do we even start a fight? Nah, and they, just, they started rolling around on the ground and then other people got dragged in and then there was just fists coming out of the sides of this ball of people fighting oh, and legs oh my God. and they were just rolling around in a ball and it was amazing. Oh, That's wow. the one time I went out in Limerick. That's my one Limerick going out story. Yeah. So we should probably get yeah. towards the end of this. Yeah. Oh, really? Because yeah. we haven't talked about... We haven't I know, talked about very much. I know, but we had fun though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, good it times. was good. We can yeah. always come back and do more Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. We should, yeah. The, are you looking forward to the to the next one? The uh, I really am. I love Kate McKinnon. She's yeah. my favourite person. Yeah, she's, she's going to be brilliant. And Spy was excellent. Yeah. And mm. it's, uh, Paul Feig is yeah, he's a very Mr. Poole. Yeah, Sabrina. it's very safe pair of comedy hands. Yeah. Mm. Um, what did you guys think of um, the backlash against the trailer? Because I know there were some people being stupid about it because it was all women, but then I think there were some people that were also legitimately like protective over the film, just in general, no. regardless of the cast. Just that it was being remade at all, people were annoyed about. Yeah, but it's like it feels like this is a 
piece of intellectual property owned by a big company that needs to make money from it and just like the they were going to make it anyway yeah so why not yeah. make it with a really great cast and a director and a writer with a proven track record like if this was i feel like if this was being made by like muck g and starred vince vaughn and people like that yeah. i think it would be like Owen wilson Luke Wilson. Look, I'm no, no <laughs> offense to any of them. Oh, the Wes Anderson's no, Ghostbusters. No, because I love the Wilsons. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think they're great, but just they're um, the wrong people for this. Yeah, mm. it's just like that. It's okay. It's an SNL. It's kind of an SNL. It's like the best SNL film ever. Yeah, yeah. The first Ghostbusters. And they're and all going to be zany. Yeah, I'm I think kidding. all those performers are like they're good at being silly, which is what makes Ghostbusters really good. Yeah, like, the trailer wasn't amazing I'm really excited about it and yeah. even if they were just casting four women just to annoy people I'd still be in favour but, but they're all yeah. four yeah. brilliant people Kate McKinnon's fantastic but the jokes Kirsten weren't Kirsten great Kirsten in it but they're in not going to show but all the good in jokes in the trailer they're not they're, they're not, not going to show exactly, all the good yeah. jokes in the no. trailer and like, yeah. which Kurt, is good because yeah. they're not going to spoil it like yeah that. I think Kirsten Wigg is kind of like the closest to a Bill Murray type in terms of like a sort of a fearless comedy performer who mm. is you know that's very weird she's like the boss of any room she's in you know and that's and Melissa McCarthy's really funny Mm -hmm. and Leslie Jones is great and obviously Kate McKinnon is you know she's uh, the best on SNL after men I think comedy savant she's 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 really great she's like as I was saying earlier just like I said everyone's copied like generations has copied Catherine O'Hara and I feel like people are going to be kind of copying yeah copying her her Carol impression no she did a video for like the independent spirit awards or something and uh she was like superimposed like cgi'd into the scene in carol where she's having the lunch with therese for the first time and she's like just blatantly hitting on her and it's like therese doesn't get it all and she's like no we just have lunch together this is I, you found my glove and now i invited you to lunch it's normal like smoking and stuff and then everyone around is also gay and it's very funny and you should watch it yeah, those the Independent Spirit Awards. Yeah. Just cool. yeah. I'd like uh, any I'd any independent film sketches. I'm, um, yeah. Know, any Todd Haynes <laughs> spoofaroos. Take him down a notch. <laughs> I'm yeah. on board with. He's ripe for spoofing. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> I thought his um, did he he made Far from Heaven? Didn't oh yeah, yeah. yeah. such a good film. Yeah. That's a remake of another film. It's like yeah, Douglas Sirk film. Yeah. I think. yeah, which is also deadly. Just oh, he he could make you know kind of. Everything looks like a Norman Rockwell painting, mm. but but it's all sad. Yeah, but yeah. it's like uh, it's not that wholesome underneath it all. Yeah. Everyone's pretty miserable <laughs> with their lot in life. <laughs> their hair is set so well. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that's it though. Small comfort if you know your was a plot of Fire from Heaven. Her, Her husband was gay. Was gay, and she had an affair with a Dennis Haybert. Yeah, yeah from, who was black. Yeah, and that was a big to do. Yeah, so if you got good hair. You know, I guess it's going to give you some some semblance, a of little comfort. boost, yeah. just yeah. control yeah. <laughs> over something. God. Okay, so. that's why people walk around with bombs strapped to their chests just to feel a bit <laughs> in control. <laughs> you never do that. Just go down to spar. <laughs> you don't do anything. You don't do uh, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Like you just no. like you, you know it's there. <laughs> yeah, 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 people yeah. be puzzling yeah, over it. I shouldn't be talking about this. I'm going to America very soon. <laughs> They're probably going to scour the. I got this really dumb message from someone in my family. I made this video a while ago with um, uh, Jeremy O'Brien and Heber Handley and Edmund Sam and Alison Spittle, but um, Irish people try American gun control. So oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, it, it 
was put up on the Waterford Whisperers Watch It page yesterday, and it's doing well enough in hits that a family member rang up and said, you want to take your name off that? If they Google that in America when you're coming in. Said, They're not Googling my, <laughs> your name as you go in and saying, have they said anything critical of our foreign policy? Even if I have, I'm not going to rush it. You know, it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. I'm white. And a lad. <laughs> I'll be okay. They love them there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, final thoughts on Ghostbusters? It's good. Who's your favourite Ghostbuster? Great question. Uh, probably Egon. I watched it the other day, and um, I just, Harold Ramis has such a still performance in it. And mm. they're all very still. Bill Murray is very still in the way he walks, and he kind of lets his face do most of the work yeah. for him. But... um. Yeah, I think uh, Harold Ramis is the unsung hero of that, of that yeah, movie. Yeah, I like Egon too, I think. He's just, see, it's like, uh, uh, in the same way that it was, the same way that the film came together, you've got Ray who knows everything about ghosts mm. and he's the enthusiast and he's got this crazy idea. Just like um, Dan Aykroyd said, let's make a thing about bloody Ghostbusters, <laughs> but let's have them be like interdimensional and there's loads of them and the first, uh, page 15, will have the Stay Puft Marshmallow come in. And you need that. You need the big, crazy ideas guy. Yeah. Then you need the practical Egon type to say, let's turn this into a going into business thing. This and is what's it. achievable. Yeah, yeah, let's do what's achievable with it. And um, and then you've got kind of the wild cards, I guess, whatever mm. Bill Murray's character be, kind of the just the charismatic. Yeah. But he's such a coward. As yeah. mm. The first thing that happens, there's so many funny lines and things that I've missed, like uh, the bit where... Uh, uh, Dan Ackwood says hey shut up do you smell that and um, uh, really dumb jokes and that the um, the the Bill Bill Murray's the first time he's dressed in the Ghostbusters gear and he's in the uh, the hotel yeah the first thing that happens to him when he walks in he goes hey did anyone see a ghost and they start walking along he looks really confident and then the hotel manager comes up behind him and says, uh, hello. And Bill Murray jumps a mile because <laughs> he's a coward. He's a huge coward. So and Then he gets slimed and they're like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and after that, he becomes kind of invested in yeah. what, what, they're, mm-hmm. what, they're, what they're going after. So I still, every time I see the film, I get something more out of it. And um, like a lot of people I've been friends with down through the years, like uh, one of my best friends from college, uh, Johnny, um, uh, he and I were watching Ghostbusters one very hungover one morning and we both realised that we both knew every line in the film and that's very sad but also <laughs> No, I think uh, everyone has a few couple of fans like maybe two yeah. or three where mm. they're like definitely know all of those Yeah, yeah. when it syncs up with someone else I remember I realised my roommate and I both knew all the words to Wayne's World Oh, yeah. very good That's a really that's one that you just would know all the words yeah. to though that's yeah. very like you're at a certain age and you just it's like dude where's my car you know and you're like I don't care for this film I'm just yeah. gonna, that's actually pretty gas like, my my sister and I our, our dude where's your car was um, Problem Child 2 which we rented out every day for 30 days <laughs> summer of 92 and uh, we know every <laughs> every word it's not a good film no yeah, at no, all but you're like listen let's go again yeah, yeah I didn't know it was so bad when I watched it but it's like John Ritter who I love is in mm. it and um, uh, uh, Amy Asbeck's very funny in it and Gilbert Gottfried is in it oh, and fast. it's written by the guys who were, wrote uh, 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 Ed Wood and The People vs. O.J. Yeah. Simpson and um, the first Problem Child is terrible but for whatever reason my sister and I watched Problem Child 2 
every day for a summer. And, it was uh, a good time, though, probably. Oh, we had a great time. Yeah. yeah. There's a podcast. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, it's these two guys from New Zealand, and my friend told me about it, and she loves it. It's like they watch Grown Ups too every yeah. day. The worst idea yeah, in the world ever. Yeah. She said it's really, really funny, and it's I, such a good idea I, for a podcast. It's so it's pushing it so much. Yeah, like, but it's every great. day, or because they did that with Sex in the City too, yeah. as well. The same group. My brothers and I watched um, Ground or Grown Up too recently and if you're watching it with people who don't like Adam Sandler it can be quite funny I, I don't mind Adam Sandler I just think he's no. a very lazy man but um, uh, he's, he's making his money though yeah he's making his money but yeah, it, yeah he's, he's kind of um, the he's just, he can be hilarious so I feel when people say he's bloody shit like, no, no he just doesn't he's done some good stuff he doesn't want to yeah. try Okay, no. so he's not trying. If you uh, grown ups too is such a ridiculously offensive film um, that it it just doesn't make any sense. It might as well be set on Mars. It's insane, uh, but it's not not fun. I can't say I didn't have fun watching yeah. it. I had a lot of fun watching it. So uh, yeah, yeah. grown ups too. That's my plug. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, no, no, no. Let's not end on me. Plugging. Do you do plugs at the end, or? Um, well, I'll, I'll mention all your stuff at the end. Do you, unless you want to plug something specifically now. Yeah, you plug. Oh, uh, if this comes out before the fifteenth of April, we're going to be doing the. Okay, forget <laughs> it. Uh, well, you know, goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, check out the mess around. That's a thing that happens once a month in um, the Workman's. It's a crazy comedy show. Ellen's been on it a few times. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun time. Uh, she's saying this under so much duress. <laughs> no, it she is. She looks it's so pained. And um, I always have a nice time at it, whether I'm on it or an audience member. It's a it's a, it's a great night. It's, yeah. it's, it's a unique just, it's night. It's gas, like yeah. it's like in. Yeah, it's Giles, we think you're great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Much. I love you. I, 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 I think you guys agree. I almost said I love you guys too, but you didn't say you love me. So. We know that's Awkward. what, that's what we yeah. meant. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, well, thank you very much for for having me. Thank here. you for being um, I didn't yeah. read out any. I made some notes. I didn't read out any. Pick two. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Okay. Two right. lines. Uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd ghost blowjob scene. I was wondering where we were going to get to that. Yeah, because he wrote that in for himself. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's, that's a that's a weird one. Also, it's, yeah. <laughs> if like I I think maybe because the film uh, like if because I was a kid when I was watching it, I mm. know what the hell was going on yeah. in yeah. that scene. Yeah. Um, uh, I think if you think of the Ghostbusters as being virgins, the three guys, because <laughs> they've never been out of college before, with the exception of Ray, and mm. he looks like a. Oh, he's hopeless it seems like the only action he gets is from a ghost in a dream Egon seems pretty smooth himself and Janine there's some yeah. deleted scenes where they get quite close Yeah, she seems to really like him and he's borderline autistic but he likes her back I shouldn't mm-hmm. have said that but he is he's, he's, he's a very intense single minded single minded yeah. fellow but there's a beautiful deleted scene where uh, they're about to go in and go up and get the ghost and um she says, here's one of my uh, St. Christopher medals. It's a family heirloom. And he said, he says, uh, like, I, I can't take this. It means too much to you. And she goes, no, no, I've got dozens at home. <laughs> <laughs> and Annie Potts and Harold Ramis have a lovely thing. So She is great. Yeah. I like yeah. to think that yeah. Egon is the only one who's like, uh, he's got any sort of emotional intelligence. He's not creepy. Mm-hmm. So Annie yeah. Potts is sort of drawn to him. 
Bill Murray's mean to everybody. That's why he's a virgin at 36. <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd is just a sleazy sack of shit who only got into Ghostbusting to have sex with lady ghosts. So and he's just too busy. Like I feel like he, he would be like a furry if he was alive. Like yeah. In, in, yeah. if it, it was a modern day Italian, he would be. Do you like, think like him and the blowjob ghost had like a fox and the hound moment later oh. where she was like terrorizing and, and they bumped into each other it was like yeah oh no it's you <laughs> <laughs> I have to bust you now <laughs> yeah. oh boy yeah but that's what the, that's what Ghostbusters 2 should have been about <laughs> Romeo the, and Juliet the love yeah. that interpersonal not, relationships yeah the, the love that really dare not speak its name <laughs> that between a human and a ghost yeah because um, that, that's, I know that's the plot of Ted 2 um, <laughs> also I saw that from the the trailer. We're not watching that one, lads. That's no. um, that's tough. That's tough like going. a category on like a porn website. I would imagine it's gross. Yeah, mm. smart Alec Teddy Bear having intercourse. Uh, also, how does he have intercourse? Maybe we teddy should find. I've never seen the <laughs> teddy bear <laughs> with like discernible genitalia once. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those are my plugs. Uh, Ted two, uh, <laughs> grown ups two. Um, Ted Talk To um, this is just a Ted Talk Ted Talk To Talk Ted. Harder Ted yeah. Talk To Ted yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so that was my first note second note and uh, Winston bails on the Ghostbusters pretty quickly at the end so <laughs> <laughs> he's like see us pretty much he yeah. comes in and as soon as they're arrested he says I've got to get my own solicitor <laughs> lads I'm sorry <laughs> And fair enough to him, because he's with three virgins. <laughs> I've been such a dickhead. Um, he's with three guys. Virgins. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, he's with three lads who aren't the full shilling between them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the end, at the end of it, I guess, you know, to kind of create the, to finish off the story arc, it's when they are going to cross the streams and Bill Murray's character knows he's probably going to die. Mm. That's, you know... That is a, an emotional moment. I didn't yeah. expect myself, but I did also get emotional thinking. Why don't he fucking say goodbye to Egon or Winston while he's there? Maybe Winston, maybe not Winston, because Winston's just joined up. But Egon's been with them since the start. Yeah. He's like, "It's nice working with you, Ray. Say something nice to Egon. I mean the world to him." <laughs> That's like, especially a, in retrospect. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a crossover now, yeah. like between their real life relationship. You're looking at it. You're like, "Why couldn't you just say something nice to Egon before he died in 2014?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay Giles Brody thank you very much thank you this has been wonderful thank you to Alan Tannum as well cheers thank Alan you. and bye 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 hello uh, me again just want to say thank you again to Giles Brody and Alan Tannum um, go see Giles in the mess around monthly in the workmans download his podcast Sunday Sermon and his other podcast the mess around podcast with Colin Chadwick because they're both excellent um, thank you to Alan Tannum who you can see on twitter.com and in her.ie uh, thank you to the Heads Up Podcast Network for hosting us thank you to Dee McDonald for her amazing artwork thank you to Beyonce for Lemonade uh, listen to the other Heads Up Podcast the Heads Up Original Podcast Fascinated with Road Farley No Encore with Dave Hamradi who's actually very nice we were mean to him but he's really nice and the podcast is really good and the Alice Podcast which is excellent because she's a brilliant interviewer and it's very very sound and please rate and subscribe and review and we will see you again soon okay bye 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 bye